Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. So, so Sean, you're you're in India again. This is a nice, nice return to reality for you, right? Well, I mean, I'm fully seated in reality. You guys are the ones living in fantasy land. No, that's that's true enough. Very true. Very true. Um, I'm, I'm I've got a very very fine position in my my world of fantasy, but um, you you had you had an experience where you spent what was it was it two weeks in in Sri Lanka? Uh, nine days. Nine days. So yeah, that felt like if we three round, weeks. We round. It's still one week, but yeah. Tell us about your spice jets adventure. I'd like to hear more about that. Well, actually, I my lawyers have asked me to not comment publicly because okay. of the pending litigation. That was part of the settlement deal, right? You had to keep quiet. Oh yeah, <laughs> the terms cannot be released. <laughs> oh, did they? No, okay, so actually, the last email I sent, they just didn't respond. Which thanks for reminding <laughs> me about that. I'm gonna have to follow up on that today because I they just won't take no for an answer. Do they have? Do they or, have a? Do they have a Twitter account? Because you can go after them on Twitter. I, I would happily go after them on your behalf as well. Ooh, that's a good idea. I I should try that. Um, they may not <laughs> actually. It might be out of their might be out of their operating budget. <laughs> so you did you did get your money back on that, or you did not? No. I, okay. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, it's not. No, it's long from over though. It's, this is just the beginning. <laughs> just getting started. I'm, I'm just trying to calculate started. like what their customer service reps earn per hour and see how long it'll take me to use up the ticket amount in an hour. You know what I mean? Like once we reach that breaking yeah. point, I like it. I'm not gonna rest. I'm not gonna rest until then, at least. Understood. I think that makes a lot of sense. It's it's golf season again. I know you're a uh, Sean. You're a, you're a paid employee of, of Roto Grinders, and, and it's interesting to have your your golf opinion, even if it's from India. What's uh, the golf season's uh, getting heated? It's getting heated up, right? There's uh, there's some event out in California this week. Yeah. Okay. And it's raining, right? So it's it's gonna it, it might run into Monday because of the uh, the rain, right? I mean, it could go till Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Um, who's who's the golfer? And again, this is going to be a, a real quick golf hit here, uh, Bob. I know you're going to you know, fall asleep as we talk about this, but um, who's the? Is it Sung Sung Jain Im? What's his name? Yeah, that's good. Okay, what's his deal? Like, why is he? Uh, why, what's what's the hype there? Give us give us the hype. Uh, I'm not really sure. I just felt enough to convince Zach to bet his money on him this week. Um, yeah, I bet twenty bucks yeah. on that guy. Yeah, that's a good that's a good bet. Uh, I'm contractually obligated to not place bets, so I appreciate that. Uh, well, he's just a rising star. Your classic rising star situation, where he's on a meteoric track to fame, and people are still stuck in the old household names. And yeah, just buckle your seatbelt. 
and well, you, you shared with, you shared with me a little tidbit a minute ago that he's living out of hotels. Is that like isn't that like what all golfers do? Don't all golfers live out of hotels? Isn't that like their thing? Yeah, pretty much. Or they have or they'll have like a half dozen houses. It's like they get to stay at a place every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't have a base, a base camp. Like everyone No. Like no Bubba probably has like, <coughs> Bubba's got a pretty sweet home in uh, Where's Bubba from? I can't remember. Is he from uh, Louisiana? Jupiter, Florida. Florida. Okay, he's probably got like a sweet, a sweet house with some tennis courts and a basketball court. Yeah, he's got a house in West Virginia also. Well, yeah, isn't it? Um, don't him and Jim Nance have a house uh, in that in that that nice? Uh, what's the resort with the, the? I can't think of the tournament. The uh, the green, the Greenbrier. Greenbrier. Yeah. yeah. Don't they have a, a a cushy, cushy set of real estate? Him and Jim Nance and. All the other good old boys. Yeah, they do. I'm pretty sure they get paid money to have those houses, and they don't actually live in them, just so that they can like tell other rich people, "Hey, you can live next to Bubba Watson." Even better. So, so along those lines, um, what what happened in the, in the uh, most recent event last week? Uh, this is a, a few days old at this point, but Matt Kuchar won the event with a substitute caddy, like he didn't have his regular caddy, right? And he uh, he won over a million dollars, and he opted to not um, to not pay his caddy uh, very much money. Now, what's the standard rate uh, for payment? Is it like, what, 10%? Yes. Yeah, 10% for a win. For a win, okay. Which is odd. Wait, like, wait. I don't know why it wouldn't be t- like, like, like a flat 10, but that's that's another debate for another day. Bob, have you ever caddied for a winning golfer? Where did that, you was a very confident. You were very confident, Bob. Give us your backstory on uh, that. I've just read the story, and I'm, I'm familiar with... Uh, Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So you're well versed in this news item. Okay. The uh, the fact that he only paid his caddy like some small fraction of that. I don't know what five thousand equates to a million. That's like what a half of a percent. Zero point three eight percent. Yeah. Was the well, it was like one point three million. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. And you, and you were telling me, Sean, that, that they, he was basically just, like, shoveling money out of his golf bag into the guy's hands. Like, like <laughs> here's here's the here's your money, here's your payment, just go. Well, that, that was my theory. Well, now they, they said that they gave him an envelope, but inside the envelope was everything from $100 bills to $5 bills. And I thought to myself, okay, Kuchar gave him five grand. And I was like, that was probably literally the money he had in his pocket and at the I time. Yeah. He just, like, gave it to him. Like, I'm sure all those guys have five grand in cash in their golf bag just as, like, ha- like funny money. Well, you know, it's the old, the old petty cash uh, yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you might need, like, a hooker or to lose, like, a bet or something every once in a That's while. A, I was thinking it's betting money during the round. That's my assumption. Or after, at the driving range, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just to lose 5K. So, Sean, uh, Sean, do you think you should have given him the uh, the 10% as customary? Apparently customary? I think you should have given him, I think $50,000 would have been the appropriate number. And um, I think Five that's zero. what the caddy asked for, 50000 You know, because, like, okay, in this situation, it's not a professional caddy that might have, like, so much advice it's the guy's more carrying his bag and providing moral support right 
So like a discounted, a discounted rate is fine, but to give them less than 1% is just absurd. And then for Kucher to not even be able to comprehend, he's like, well, a deal's a deal, and that's a lot of money for a Mexican. And I'm like, dude, you look like a terrible person. He didn't right say now. that. He didn't say that. He, he literally said, he literally said, that's, he said for a guy that makes 100 to $200 a day, 5K on a weekend is a pretty good deal or something like yeah. that. And like I translate that to that's a lot of money for a Mexican. Okay, so you read between the lines on his quote and went in sort of the 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 national um, background of, of the person. But okay, okay. Where was the event I mean, at? I, I can't remember. Sorry. And it was in Mexico. <coughs> oh, sorry, that was the oh, hold on. Isn't that the Mexican event next week? There's two Mexican hmm. events. Oh, whoa! They're really. I mean, I'm really out of the PGA news loop. Okay, they're doing two events in Mexico. Does Trump know this? Yep. <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't think he's aware. Oh, you know what? Well, well, I don't actually, know that. What, what, first of all, we should stop talking shot? about golf. I understand. No, <laughs> okay. no, this is, this is funny I'm serious. you mentioned Does that, he know Zach. this? No, actually, this event next week is the World Golf Classic in Mexico City. Yes. So there's only four per year. And one of them used to be at Trump's golf course in Florida, and they moved it from Trump's golf course to Mexico City like three years ago. Because, because of things that Trump said, supposedly, I'm sure there was financial reasons, but like because he was like saying bad things in the media, it was like a backlash, like we're not going to have an event at your course anymore, and we're going to move it to Mexico. I like that. That's good. Actually. So we've gone we've gone twenty or so of these recordings without getting into, into politics and Trump and all that, and, and I think it's a maybe it's one of the reasons why we have no listeners or followers. <laughs> what you got going for breakfast there, Sean? Hmm. Fucking oats. Can you see that? I can. Well, What's no, the viewers, secret ingredient? The well, our, our, our five listeners cannot, including. All right, well, our, let me lay this producers. on you. It's um, oatmeal. You get the water real hot, put the oats in. Let that thicken up a little bit. Well, the secret is before, while you're heating the water up, put the salt and the Sri Lanka cinnamon in there. Sri Lanka cinnamon. Get it all mixed in with the water. Yeah, Ceylon mm. cinnamon or Ceylon. Mm. I don't know how to say it. You smuggled that into the It's like normal cinnamon. Yeah, I did. I got a shit ton of it. I'm gonna send Zach a stick. It's like normal cinnamon, but weaker. And well, you're just sending me a brick of, of tea, right? That's the that's the plan. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking sack of tea right away. That's all for Zach. Anyway. I hope that's legal. Um, then you hit it with um, some honey and coconut oil and raisins. And you're good to go. I would put peanut butter in it, but I haven't found any good peanut butter yet here. The cinnamon, is that like a, is that one of the few places in the world where, where cinnamon comes from, or is cinnamon just grown anywhere where it's warm? They grow it all over, but most of it's shit. That's, that's fascinating. I'll, okay. I'll send you a link about it. Yeah. So I can tell you're really near oatmeal. So let's move on from, <laughs> let's move on from cinnamon here. <laughs> yeah. I'm ba- I'm, I'm battling a cough, so I'm gonna try not to cough too much. But um, 
<coughs> excuse me. The one thing I, I was uh, from last. This is going back to Sunday. Uh, I'm just going over some some of my notes over the last week. Um, we were kind of in our group chat, kind of uh, joking about how Holy Cross played the first game on on Sunday uh, at noon local time, and I'm not sure where Holy Cross even is. Is that probably it's in like Connecticut or something? It's, or it's New definitely York? North, North. You East, nailed it. I thought it was Connecticut. Thought we've been over this. <laughs> that, was, that was last week, um, but isn't it weird that they play the games on Sunday and like right at noon, like when when people would be in church? It does seem weird. I don't understand. Maybe it's like maybe okay. it's like okay. after church, right? It's like people need to go to church first. And then, yeah. And catch a basket. Okay. Well, Real let's churchgoers. They go at six in the morning, Jack. What is Holy Cross? God. Is that Catholic? Are they Lutheran? What's their What's their deal? What does that well, mean? Well, for one thing, they they are in Massachusetts. I can confirm that. Okay, Boston. Um, no, no, some small place. Wooster. Yeah, basically Boston. Okay. More or less. Uh, I don't know what uh, the Holy Cross is denominationally. I believe they're Catholic. Jesuit Catholic tradition is on the uh, the drop down menu of their site. So, yeah, of the Society of Jesus. Maybe if Ed were here, he could tell us if he if he plays basketball on Sundays as a... Yeah, it's Jesuit. It's Jesuit. Okay. All right. Good. What, what is the difference between Jesuits? Like, what does it even mean? You're asking the wrong... Bob? I really know nothing um, about this. Like, I'm a... The, the Jesuits are, like, scholars. They were, like, uh, some kind of scholarly order of monks or something. So they're, like, monks. But they're... Ca- they're... I don't know. Back in the day, now it's just some kind of mafia. They're Catholic, I guess, in some regard. Jesuits are are Catholic apparently, but they're like according to the drop down menu. They're like a, they're like a sect of Catholicism, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. Says the guy who sends his children to to Catholic schools. It's a, a pipe. Grew up um, in a Catholic, yeah, well, environment. Zach, what's your? Religion? I know nothing because this isn't my thing. I don't have one. I. I grew up. Uh, my parents were atheists. I attended some some Christian, some weird flavor of Christianity, uh, with some neighbor kids when I was in like grade school, and that's that's really my only experience with religion is, is that I went to maybe mass like a couple times with some other friends in middle school. But when when they started dipping the the, the cookies and the and the wine, I, I really <laughs> was like thrown thrown. Yeah, I didn't really know what to do because I was like, do I do I do this too? <laughs> I don't know. They don't. They don't teach this no. stuff in school, which is good. But like, I don't really. I don't really know anything about it. I didn't study in college, like I guess I should have, or or, or uh, you know, in my adult life, I could. I probably you know do some reading. I think our uh, one of our producers, Peter, he's doing some some reading on the, uh, or rereading of the the uh, the Bible, right? I think he, he mentioned. Yes. You are too, Bob. Aren't you? Read, I've been reading some Bible. I have been. What's, really? what's going on there? Like, what's give me some? I want to hear more about this. Why are you Why are you getting back into it? Are you Is it because your kids are no, getting into it? No, absolutely not. I'm more. Uh, this is kind of interesting, I guess. I think you know. I went to Catholic school for really uh, kindergarten through twelfth grade, but um, I feel like you know, in Catholic school, you don't really actually learn so much about the history of the religion. So I'm more interested in that than, uh, and not just not just Catholicism, but all all religions. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I would say it's mildly amusing to me. Well, and I'm, I, you know, I, I, I think if, if it were, you know, if I had a little more free time, I would probably do the same thing because I really, 
don't know much about you know many religions. I know I, I tried to read the Bible once when I was younger, and it was extremely boring, so I gave up on it. I don't know how, how anybody reads that. Like you guys were quoting some scripture today or, or some something, and it was just like, how can you read this? Right. I I would actually I'd like to. Uh, I think I am going to read one of the Gospels uh, one of these days. Um, because I've never done it, you know? And it's not because I think, like, I'm going to get a great spiritual fulfillment out of it, but I'm kind of curious. You, do you consider yourself already spiritually fulfilled, Bob? I do, by myself. Okay. Yes. Have you ever considered that you might be the second coming of Jesus? Well, honestly, has it ever crossed your mind? <laughs> like, the answer could be no, but did you consider it? absolutely it? has, yes. Crossed my mind many okay. times, and I, I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, is it, is it? Does the jury still out? Can we say like there's still time? I, I don't think Jesus started preaching until he was in his 30s. Um, so, yeah, I think there's still time. I'm only 34. So, yeah. so if you were Matt Kuchar, Bob, who would you? Sorry, not who. How much would you? tip your, your, your caddy? Are you tipping the, the five grand and saying well, thanks? And, or are you, are you going the, the, the typical Here's, my, here's my thing. I, I assume these guys had a, a deal before the whole thing started, right? So That's a bold assumption, but okay. Well, I don't continue. think the guy's doing work for free, right? So I, I assume Kuchar said, hey, can you be my caddy? I'll pay you a thousand dollars or whatever. And the guy's like, Hell yeah, I get to caddy for, for one of the best... I assume he's like top 10 player in the world, right? Top 20? Whatever. He's he's a... Top 10 all-time money okay. list. And so I, I assume from the, that guy's point of view, it's a good deal. Um, so he goes out and carries a bag around, and the guy he's doing that for wins a tournament. I mean, would I have given him more than 5000 I feel like I would have given him like... Twenty grand. I don't. Maybe I would have went up to fifty, but I. I don't think I would have given them ten percent for just kind of being like a, a pickup, uh, a pickup mount to use a horse racing term. So I think he. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. So you're not as cheap as Matt Kuchar, but you are still cheap. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's accurate. <laughs> You, of course, you would have given him the full ten percent without a question. Zach would have split it with him. 50/50. I might have gone to halfsies with him. I might have gone to halfsies. 50/50. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if the guy is only earning a couple hundred bucks a week. Yeah, he could have changed his life. I don't know. Kuchar, Why not so give the, the guy a, a fucking well, break? The loophole in their handshake deal was they didn't factor in the possibility of getting first place like they had it was like up to four thousand dollars for a top 10 was the story Kuchar told and then he threw in like an extra one thousand because he won do we know how often like do we know how often caddies are like subs like how often does this type of thing happen not that much anymore it used to be fairly common i got this from an article i read just yesterday it used to be fairly common and then and in fact it was like a weird unwritten rule, I think, at some point that in major championships, everyone would use a local caddy. Hmm. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe like as a leveling of the playing, like you go out there like a man and eyeball <laughs> your own shots. Right. I don't know. Okay. Okay. But, so, I'm, so, 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 uh, never uh, happens. And it's yeah. very rare now. 
So one of these days I'm going to go and I'm going to do some journalism again. And I'm going to do some Greyhound uh, investigation. And then I'm going to also do this caddy, um, in, you know, this in-depth uh, uh, reporting where we understand the history of caddies and, and, and how this all works. Because it's all, you don't hear about it until this kind of story breaks. Well, here's, uh, let me also add that, at, you know, how Kuchar is cheap. I, I think we can agree on that. However... I mean, for the caddy to go back and ask for more money, I mean, that just rubs me the wrong way, too. I'd be like, screw you, pal. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. That's... Did he actually... He, he went and asked for more money. We, that's yeah. a confirmed yes. report. Yes. Okay. I, I, yeah, well, I guess what happened is it got out. They only gave him 5K. And Kucher's agent came... And offered him 15k, and the guy was like, "You keep your money, you cheap bastards." <laughs> um, but really, yeah. So the the thing was, the caddy apparently thought like like Kucher gave him the money in his pockets, which was like five grand cash, and the caddy thought that like there would be a check coming in the mail in the coming weeks as like a bonus. Oh, is that what he said? That his okay. bonus would be more than. Yeah, they thought his bonus would be more than like one thousand okay. dollars on a on a million dollar prize. Okay. And then the check never came. He's just sitting in his fucking hut day after day <laughs> checking the mail. Every day it's empty. Kucher's not Jesus. We can we can know that at least. I think so. What, what do you think Jesus would have tipped him? <laughs> the whole thing? Just donate the whole prize to him? Uh, actually, Sean, you missed this, but in the uh, in our conversations earlier today, I was remarking how much of a, a pompous asshat Jesus could be. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's an outside chance that he wouldn't give anything to, to, the, to the caddy. Is this in the scripture? Jesus would have just burned it? I think he might have. <laughs> he might have wiped his ass with it. I think you. I think you mm. would have burned it. I think you would have been like, "None of you need this money, because uh, because all you you have me, and, and God is all you need." Lights a match and flicks it onto the pile of money. Except yeah, that's just I, an illusion, and he actually keeps the money and like goes and <laughs> has a good time with it later on. I thought you were gonna say he buys a guitar with it. <laughs> That, that might qualify as a good time for him. Yeah, a guitar, maybe yeah. uh, a nice new new. Uh, I don't know. What does he wear? Like a like a a robe. Robe. Yeah, a nice robe, silk a, robe. Or a nice new silk robe. I was, robe. Actually, maybe a new pair I of was reading last night, and uh, I believe at the crucifixion, they remarked that his robe was seamless, a seamless robe, which uh, <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> Can I buy? Can I buy one of those on Amazon? I want one. I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of nice. It, it, it's it's just like a. I don't know how you don't have a seam. It's amazing. That's just well, it's, it's Jesus's robe. So ponder on that one. Makes sense to me. Uh, it's infinite. <laughs> so. There's no beginning so and no speaking end. of Jesus, that just, that just blew my mind right <laughs> there. No if I had known that when I was 12, I'd been, I'd have gone to Notre Dame like Pete. Yeah. 
I'd been everything would be but, different. Okay, so if you look it up on uh, Wikipedia, there is a it's actually an entry, the seamless robe of Jesus. And uh yeah, it's it's a real thing. <laughs> it had, it was a collarless neck. I'm just sure, this is like a I guess it's What's the advantage of a seamless robe exactly? Oh, like what's think the about, what's what's think the appeal? about the comfort of no seams. Oh, that sounds amazing. I just don't understand. I, I guess I don't know. How, like, what's so comfortable about that? What what makes it comfortable? I mean, it sounds neat, but like, what what what's the real? Just to me, when I think seamless, I'm thinking like a blanket. Yeah, me too. Who doesn't want to wear a blanket around the world? Is was it just a blanket with a hole cut in the middle, like for his head to come out? Is that? I'm like, I'm much less impressed now. Like, I picture a kid at Halloween. <laughs> Ready, ready. <laughs> 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 oh, we're all going to hell, but that's okay. That's all right. Make sure and tell your kids about this tomorrow, Bob, as you're as you're shipping them off to school. No school tomorrow. Um, no school tomorrow. Oh, because of Valentine's Day? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> So isn't St. Valentine some kind of religious figure? He's a saint, saint Valentine, right? Yeah. How does that work? How, does that mention in your scriptures, Bob? I did read about that, um, and it's, it's, <laughs> it started that way. <laughs> but um, that... It escalated Then there was some... Um, uh, some of the history was that, uh, like, birds at this time of year were starting to have babies. And so... Love birds and whatnot came into play. They kind of morphed over time, but yeah, that's a, those religious undertones for sure. That is a really terrible story, but thanks You're for welcome. sharing. Yeah. It's Valentine's oh, Day. Okay. For us. It is terrible. Yeah. Um, and that only means one thing. Guys... Oh, go ahead, Sean. No, go ahead. No, what? No, go ahead. Well, okay. Valentine's I, Day is here, which means one to play thing. Host. <laughs> and okay. What? Go ahead. Okay. All right. If you guys could pick one NBA player to be your Valentine, who would it be? <laughs> That's the exact same thing I was going to ask. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay. Current NBA player. Nice. Well, I'm going to speak for Ed because Ed's not here. Nikola Jokic, obviously. obviously. That's a that's an obvious one. Um, yeah, Yoner. Yoner. I'd have to think about that for a second because I don't I don't really know who I would pick. I mean, Bob, are you thinking about yours? Are you are you more of a, a TJ McConnell guy? Or are you more of a No, I think I'd go with JJ Reddick. Which which white guy can I pick out for you? Because I feel like you're gonna I go just white pick guy. JJ Reddick. Okay, okay, good. JJ Reddick, fair enough. Good. Where does he play now? Is he still playing for yeah, the Sixers? He's still there, yeah. Okay. Because I've I'm a little detached from the NBA the past few weeks. I haven't been playing much fantasy basketball and that's my usual avenue of of paying attention to it um, and I'll watch the occasional Nuggets game but um, I mean Sean do you have a do you have a player in mind that you would be uh, actually Xavier Dowdell or who, who Zab- you no you here? literally you stole I, I was gonna <laughs> I was like I can't think of an NBA player except for Xavier Dowdell Zabian Dowdell he's in, the, yeah, league. He's in yeah. the league oh wow yeah I'm in love yeah, I was. Uh, I I kind of uh, I follow Seth uh, Greenberg on Twitter, and he made uh, some remark about how that 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 team um, got 
got screwed out of the NCAA tournament twice, right? That was horrible, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, how long? That was like 10, 12 years ago. One of those years was when VCU got in instead of them, which was just a travesty, and then VCU made their run. And we, to and the we final lost four, right? Money. But yeah, that was awful. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast if Bob didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> wow! Lost money, I wonder yeah. who, like you guys, probably lost more money than Seth Greenberg did over that whole tournament snub. Uh, yeah, actually, probably. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Bad. That was yeah. You guys would be betting... on ESPN right now if it wasn't yeah. for that. <clears throat> Yeah, I would. I would probably have parlayed that into a, a college basketball job. Coaching gig. <laughs> Zach is a college basketball. <laughs> wow. Else? Oh yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, it's the uh, the uh, the All Star game is this weekend. That was really what I was going to say. <coughs> and I was curious. Uh, just got a really bad cough here. The um, it's funny how the. Uh, the the uh, what, what's the new uh, football league that, that just started last week the uh, the the uh, the Alliance of American Football yeah. right yeah. that that outdrew ratings wise uh, a regular season NBA game last weekend and who's to say whether it's going to last or not because the XFL probably did the same thing was cool for a week and then people stopped watching but it's kind of interesting that like no one really cares about the NBA regular season unless you're betting on it or you're doing fantasy sports and I understand that's why. The, uh, the NBA is pushing for more legalized gambling because that's going to obviously increase revenue. Right. But until that again becomes more mainstream, they're going to have to figure it out because unless they start introducing, I think, more violence and more, more, you know, to be more like the NFL because I think people watch the NFL because it's a violent game. It's no. it's it's theater. It's no. no. Oh. You, you don't watch the game because of the hits and the no. The fact that there's I a actually, chance of someone dying. I literally don't it's like watch la- the games because of the hits. No, and that's then that's a reason why I think I'm not as into it. But there's a part of me that does like it. But it's I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn. Like I, I like the idea that there are people who are competing on a on a playing field where they could literally die. Like I don't feel like there are many <laughs> platforms where you you see that like. Like, if you're playing baseball, the odds of dying are actually pretty, you know, high in comparison to other things because you can get hit in the head with a line drive or a fastball, and huh. and it's 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 that. But basketball's pretty safe. No one's going to die playing I basketball. I mean, obviously I could be wrong, but I, but I honestly think the reason that people watch, like, regular season NFL rather than regular season NBA is just because there are many less games, and every game is a lot more meaningful. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's absolutely. Yeah. It's the weekly format and the Sundays like thing. It's just like a thing. Like every, nobody has anything to do on Sunday except watch football and like neglect their children. <laughs> exactly. I mean NBA. Why is it NBA that, is like six okay, o'clock yeah, starts? Sure. Um, you know, depending on where you're at uh, in the country, you can't even get home but in time to watch the East Coast games. So. Yeah. Is that why I feel like because there are so many NBA games that if I turn tune into a, a, a mid major or even small major, we're talking low rung D one games. There there might be potentially uh, as many fans as 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 are in an NBA arena on a, on a on a Tuesday night. Like if I'm watching Western Kentucky against Middle Tennessee, 
you know, there might be eight or 9,000 fans in the stands, and that's going to be pretty much the same as what you might see for, like, the Hawks. Right. And it's a, because there's fewer college games? Like, what's... How does that work? Is it cheap? I guess it's cheaper. It's probably, like, the difference between going to a Hawks game... And I, I, obviously, we're talking different locales here, but... Well, I mean, if... All that besides, I'm still, I'm still fascinated by the fact that there are so many small to mid-major college basketball teams that you see a lot of fans at the games. It's just kind of weird. Well, I think, I know some people would disagree with this, and I'm thinking of my good friend Joel, but, uh, I mean, if you go to an NBA game, like, it's not that guys aren't trying, and they play somewhat hard, but, you know, it's it's kind of like back and forth until, like, late third, early fourth quarter when things get serious in a regular season game. And they're playing music, and it's like, if you're at the arena, you're there for an event, and by the way, there's a basketball game going on. It's like, it's almost like a, it's not secondary, but it's not the only show in the arena, right? So, I don't know, it's just, there's too many games. I don't know, every more more and more, though, like, a college, the atmosphere is more like the NBA. They're playing more more garbage music over the the, uh, the PA system. There's less less bands playing traditional band music. It's going to be... It's like a dance party between... I, don't, I really don't feel like there's much difference between the NBA experience and a college experience from, like, the non-game aspect. You're going to get your T-shirt cannons at both both events. You're going to have... You know, <laughs> you know, the only thing missing... Actually, you know what? Even the Nuggets have cheerleaders, and they have male and female. So you've got, you know, dudes doing somersaults <laughs> down the courts. <laughs> what I like joking. is when it's, on the, the big video screen, they do the, like... Uh, ball and cup game where there's like one ball and the three cups and they swirl around and then everyone gets oh, to guess yeah. which which cup the ball is underneath. Yeah, I've always everyone liked that one. That is a popular. Zach, when was the last time you actually attended a college basketball game? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, it was probably um, four years ago, if I had to guess. We used to go pretty regularly with uh, to see the the bus oh, play. The Boulder. Okay. Yeah, Ashley was a pretty okay. good basketball fan. Okay. So your wife dragged while. you to some games. So you're saying. No, I mean, I've, 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 gone to, I've gone to see the Buffs play even before I met her. But yeah, no, no. <laughs> Why is that funny? Where's I mean, the humor so there? there? I'm missing this one. Are you just like reading about these updates in college basketball fan environment on Twitter or something? <laughs> yeah. or how are you getting this information? <laughs> um, <laughs> Like you seem like an expert. Like you're kind of defending. Great, that's a great. That's a great observation. Why am I talking about this? Because I, 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 I bet and I watch enough small to mid major basketball that I see these things. I, I'm watching, you know, Western. Again, I was watching Western Kentucky and some other team play the other other day, and was kind of impressed as to how many fans were at this game. Because well, Western Kentucky, you know, has a pretty decent NCAA tournament, you know, history that they have some fun upsets and. They're generally a pretty good team. They aren't really that good. Like, they're not going to make the tournament this year unless they magically win their, their conference tournament, which could happen, I suppose. But they've got a lot of fans. They had good, if I had to guess, seven, what, eight, nine, ten thousand fans there. What channel was this game on? <laughs> I don't know, Prime Sports Network or yeah. CBS I Sports? I feel like when I was, like, at Radford or even, like, the early Virginia Tech days, it was, like, if there was, like, a TV game, it was, like, a huge deal, and, like, twice as many fans would show up. Yeah, that's funny how that works. You know, you get the game on TV, and that makes you want to go to the game instead of staying at home. 
and yeah, watch it's like it on the one TV. Time all you, you can watch I think it on people TV. have probably figured out that that's actually better to just stay at home because now when it's on TV, it's kind of like eh, whatever. Everyone's everyone's on TV now, so. Yeah, but you're, we're dealing with, like, backwoods Kentucky and Virginia people, and they're like, hey, okay. Ma, I'm yeah. going to go get on TV. And that's the thing is you want to go to the okay. game so you can, like, paint a letter on your chest and get on TV. That's or wear goal. a funny hat or maybe a T-shirt or, so, or no yeah. shirt. Sean, do you recall... Or just go, go crazy. Do you recall the, uh, the capacity at the Deadman Center? Ooh. I should and I don't. Um, it's, I, gosh, I should and I don't. You know o- what I mean? Over, over, under yeah. thirty five hundred. Oh, over. under. Really? Is that the is that the Vatek Thir- Arena? What is that? No, that's the Radford yeah. one. Radford, okay, 30, that's Radford. Okay. I'm I'm disputing thirty two hundred. I'm disputing thirty two hundred. Take it up with KenPom.com. Really. Did they have pull-out bleachers? Were they the ones like the wooden pull-outs where you slide yes, them out? Yes, they are okay. pull-out pull-out bleachers. They put them back, and they have like gym class in there for the <laughs> university students. This is a joke. Right. Yeah, I feel like there's places you can squeeze like <coughs> and stuff. I don't. Oh man, I need to. Yeah, that that upsets me. Thirty-two hundred. Wow. Well. Okay. What did you think it was? You thought it was like a thousand? I was thinking like five. Hundred? <laughs> he said I was over. thinking the same number of... Yeah. Oh, he said over. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm thinking that Matt Kuchar could have afforded to pay each person in attendance one dollar and no more. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. With one dollar bills. Imagine, yeah, if he was just standing from his at golf the end. That should be like That should be a promo, like a wacky minor league baseball promo, like... Show up to this game, and Matt Kuchar will give you one dollar. He just stands at the gate and hands out one dollar bills. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> out of his pocket. <laughs> no, even better, he's holding a a, a t-shirt cannon and shooting t-shirts. <laughs> containing First five thousand fans get one dollar from Matt Kuchar. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got here? Um, we never even really answered the uh, the Valentine uh, NBA player question. Have we thought about that some more? So you, you so were the Zach. I did oh, not. Okay. <laughs> you went you went Dowdell, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go with probably. Um, I'll go with Jokic as well. I think I think I'm a I'm a Jokic guy. At, at, at the end of the day, he's he's too much fun to watch. Uh, lame. Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Okay. Lame. I know. We all, we all want white guy except for Sean, so that makes sense. And let's see here. How many white people are actually in the NBA? Like, is it less than one per team? Oh, oh they got yeah, the European now. How many American-born white players? How many American-born white players are in the NBA? Definitely less than one per team, yeah. Uh, American-born white players? Yeah. So basically all... And that's not true, but I'm thinking, like, you know... College guards like T.J. McConnell and Reddick, and uh, I'm not sure why I'm naming. Does McConnell play for the Sixers still? Probably not. He plays for the Kings, I think. But um. uh, I can tell you that entering the 2015-2016 season, the NBA had 42 white American-born players. Wow, <laughs> that's probably tapering off quickly. 
dare I ask which website you found that information? Uh, the Undefeated. Okay. Uh, because they did a story on the league's white players talk about what it's like to be the minority. Well, okay, I need to read this story. <laughs> That's a, that, that, that sounds fascinating. That's like the uh, that, that Esquire um, piece I saw with the uh, the cover with the white guy on it. About it's ha- so hard to be a white guy in, in today's today's culture. Right. So I'm sure it's Dude, just really so hard to be a white guy in the NBA. Okay. I just want to say that like when I was in Sri Lanka for the first time in my life, I I experienced true ra- racism, and it please sucks. please explain. It really sucks. Let's let's hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, like, well, you, I actually walked into a restaurant and got handed a menu that had different prices on it than the rest of the customers were charged. <laughs> That's some extreme shit. Like, it's like, man, man, it really hurts. It really hurts. Like, just because that's, of the that's color smart of my business skin. practice. That's pretty smart. Smart, yeah. I mean, it it's it begs a lot of questions. <laughs> Because there's no way, as like a white dude, that you don't have a lot of money, right? But well, the reality was like I, I mean, yeah, in their minds, that's that's the case. It's like, oh, this person is white; they can pay five times as much as a normal customer. Yeah, you're you're traveling and you're here for fun. Well, and within like five years, Amazon is just going to like facially recognize you as soon as you walk into any store and change all the prices for everybody on some kind of like crazy algorithm it won't even be like one separate menu you'll just get a custom price based on your mood and everything yeah you're not joking that actually probably is the future of no, i'm of, not uh, joking like <laughs> yeah of like everything like between retail and restaurant anywhere you publicly spend money you you will be profiled and and there will be an algorithm to tell you uh, tell the uh the business owner how much to charge and that's that's how it's going to go yep it won't be racist because a robot's making the decision absolutely there's no way that that robots Robot could possibly be racist yeah all that yeah. I mean, yeah 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 it's like jesus machine learning it's basically yeah nothing wrong with that at all i want to talk about college basketball for another minute the uh to kind of end this the show here, but the the uh, the net rating, me me and Bob and Ed were maybe it was just me and Bob. I'm not sure why I mentioned Ed there because I don't no, think he I cares. Didn't. But we were talking about the the net rating uh, to determine the uh, well, I guess it's not really to determine, but it's how the NCAA is measuring team performance for the tournament this mm-hmm. year, and it's it's kind of laughable, right, Bob? I mean, we were talking about how they have this these five factors, and they don't really just explain in detail what those like how they're weighted. And it was interesting that they don't, you know, they like they, they have a, a margin of victory cap at ten points. Right. Yet they they still include um, offensive uh, and defensive efficiency uh, difference. I mean, are we the first people to like highly question this, or like I, this, shouldn't the upward be, be be higher on this? I, I think that I mean what I've mostly read is that yeah nobody nobody really likes net, but it's better than RPI. So hey, we like net. I think that's generally the take that I've seen. Okay, but 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 the RPI didn't encourage running up the score, did it? Uh, no, it did not. What well, I mean, what? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. But like, yeah. So, <laughs> the 
the the net. I think we can all agree if if it, if it factors in offensive efficiency minus defensive efficiency, you're gonna want to run the score up. It, it, you know, if it's if you're up thirty, and in the final minute of the game, you, you're better off having better players on the floor than your opponent, so you can score more. Well, points. I mean, no matter no matter what the uh, the the sport is, the point differential is a predictive factor, right? I mean, so whether you're running up the score and getting an extra bucket or not, I mean, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with that. I don't, I don't know what you're getting at here. Are you are you offended by the fact that they're promoting running up the score? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what I am. I'm just, it's just not something you see. You usually don't, you know, I think that's more of a trend these days in the NCAA, uh, the football area where where you have teams who do I think try to run the score up because of the the known computer influence like it's it, it, it makes sense to have a better score whereas in basketball I don't recall hearing that until this year and <coughs> it just think to me that just seems very very fascinating because it's it's different we've been dealing with the RPI for so many years and now we've got this new system that's mysterious because it's only been released to the public in the form of a poster that sort of is hard to read. You've got to zoom in on it with your browser, with your web, web, web browser, to see the, like the fine print. Right. And even then, it doesn't tell you the actual detail because it's not the actual formula. Like they're not publishing the actual formula. It's like a yeah. It's like propaganda. They're just throwing out this poster. Like here it is. Well, I think what's what's interesting to me is that it really only matters for like a, I don't know how many. It's like twenty or thirty teams that have like a realistic shot of an at large. And they're not like they're not like a Virginia who is obviously going to be in the tournament whether they win their uh, win the ACC or not. But it's like it's sure. like a team like uh, Minnesota, who is probably not going to make it in. But their coach has admitted to running up the score when they can because they know they need that net rating bump. Um, he has admitted. Yeah, that. he said. Yeah, he said we're, we're going to. No, that's okay. We're gonna go for the ten point win if we're up by seven late. We want to get a couple extra points, and and they should. I, w- I would too. If I were a coach, I would do the same thing. I'm. I've, I was reading some article. I think it was an SEC, <coughs> an SEC focus blog uh, site, and it was. Uh, they basically were sort of ran down each coach's response to the uh, the net system, and one or two of them flatly admitted that they that they didn't even know what it was or how it worked. Right. And that's a vast difference than apparently what 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 Dick Patino is doing in Minnesota, where he's doing his thing, where he's uh, apparently running the score up. Whereas, I think the Arkansas coach, who I can't remember his name, but uh, did not know who uh, did not know anything about it, and, and I, I don't know. You'd think that they would. No, no one, Richard. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Because he's still alive. Well, so I'm just I'm just looking at a uh, a, a little a little <laughs> article here. Uh, like NC State is number 35 in the net ratings, um, and they would they would have been at or they are number 112 in the RPI. So it's a it's a you know obviously NC State is a, a pretty good team. They're better than hundred. They're in the they're in the top 25 AP poll. Or they, they were. They, anyway, they, they're, they're on a little drought here, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, so, I think everyone would agree that net is better than RPI in that. Okay. Gen- you know, so I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's better than RPI, but that's like, you know, I'm going to go uh, poop in the corner, and then I'm going to ask you to to do something better than that. 
And, and and I think most people can produce better than poop in the corner. <laughs> that's if I'm a, that's, to that's something, a, so. the best analogy I've ever heard on this show. 